You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You will be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Whoop, whoop. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. And I'm Paul Baldrige. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide. IRLoneStar.com. What a week it has been. Ugh. Ugh. We came off of our Extra Life event. That was uh, quite a fun, interesting weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed some of the uh, stuff we recorded while we were there yeah. last week. I'm going to blame that. That's what I'm going to blame. Let's blame you on your sickness. Yeah. Corey DLG is a little bit under the weather. Uh, no gas problems, so you're here. Yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah. hey. Uh, this week's been um, been kind of interesting. I, I haven't been able to know what to do with myself. Like The Astros aren't playing anymore. Like The World Series is over, and there's been nothing going on, so I caught up on Stranger Things too. Okay. It's pretty cool. All right. I uh, highly think that if uh, Hopper would have just turned into uh, Hellboy, like season episode three, the season would have been done like super quick. I, You know... I don't want to spoil anything. No, so it was like, a great season. We it was still, a great we season, still got a couple weeks out that everybody before catch we up. start talking about it. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. It, it was really, really. And good. I forgot coming into it that Hopper had already signed to do Hell, uh, Hellboy yeah. and all that. Yeah. So like I'm watching it now, and like he's smoking the cigarettes and he's walking around with the revolver, and then like it started to kind of jog in the back of my head, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's him. That's him. And then like they go to the upside, like yeah, man, like he he would be. He'd he's be, gonna be great. He's gonna be a good Hellboy. So this week I had a conversation with. Um, a friend of mine. I'm sorry. Uh, super fan, Taylor the super fan. Oh, okay. Uh, we get on the conversation because she's one of my clients at work, and uh, something about food and gas station food. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I love me some gas station food. You do. Like, you do. When I go out of town, I love stopping at gas stations. I'll spend 15, 20 minutes just seeing if they have different beers I've never seen or sodas. Like if the candy's different. Yeah, no. And then they've right got like a that. deli yeah. or something. I'm like, ooh, oh, man. or a Taqueria in there? They got like a corn dog. Yeah, man. Like, I want to get all of this stuff. Such a weirdo. <laughs> I don't want to buy like the knickknacks from these places. Like, I just want the food. The food. Now, I'll stay away from gas station sushi because that's just bad news right. all the way around. Right. Or but... like the, the prefabricated sandwiches. Oh, yeah. No, no. Like in the sealed uh-uh. triangles. Those I are... made a mistake one time and got a tuna fish out oh, of there. Oh, no. The expiration date said it was fine, but uh, it was not fine. Right. I was not feeling well. Yeah, I've never had like a good prefabricated Fab sandwich. Sam. Yeah. I've tried a prefab pimento cheese as well. Oh. I love me some pimento cheese. You do. And like But no, no. It's gotta be homemade. I'm gonna use the word fresh here talking about pimento cheese. I'm so fresh and so clean. Like fresh pimento cheese is okay, but yeah, once you start talking about like uh-uh. shipped it and but made like, it somewhere else, no. If you walk into a gas station and they've got their own like grill there, yeah. I feel like I am in heaven. First stop, beer aisle. Let's see if there's any beers I've never seen before. Okay. Because I'm going to buy one. Right. Second stop, whatever they're cooking over there. I don't, I don't even care if I just ate. Oh, what are you making back there? Hmm, a meat pie? 
I'll take one, please. Fried jalapenos? Sure, why not? A meat pie does sound Ooh, good. Tortas? Yeah, let's try it. Tacos. Oh, tortas. Tacos. Man. I'm telling you what, man. It's great. Joey. Yes. That's my name. You're the hipster of gas dude gas station food. Am I? Yeah, you kind of are. That, That's fair. That's what hipsters are? They like you define a hipster. You like knowingly try these weird obscure oh, yeah. things. Oh yeah. And then like if you like them, you you heavily tout them. Oh yeah. That's where I found my love of uh cream like cheese they, danishes. Yeah. If they sold like you're eating essentially the equivalent of like beard creams. Am I? Yeah. I'm the hipster of gas station food. You are. Also, that, that's the, accurate. That is accurate in turn. Good also, job. the Chinese food king. 11 weeks strong. Episode 82. I had some shady Chinese weeks food. Song. Yeah, where were we at? Sunday night. Uh, Where'd you go? I didn't want. It's the one right by. It's the one right by the Papa John's when I got off work. That uh, one, uh, Happy Family. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, you messed up, bro. Yeah, you messed. Oh, the other one though, across the way next yeah. to the Hearts Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, man. They're they, really nice in there though. They're super nice, and if you just get like the combo fried rice, like. I've gotten yeah. that before. Yeah. That's good. If you're going to... Listen, right now, everyone listen to Joey Savage. I know Chinese food better than anybody. If you're not going to go to a buffet and you've never eaten in a Chinese, like, standalone place, you just go mix fried rice. Right. That's it. Don't venture out. No. Don't try the general chow. You're not Don't wrong. Don't go Kung Pao. You're not wrong. You just go fried rice mix. So I got the sesame chicken meal. You messed up. I did, but it was it was a cheap price. Right. Messed up. And it was right by the store. And I was literally, I was like, I'm messed just going to go home and eat and just curl up because I didn't feel good. Messed up. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere you near. Just gone to McDonald's. It was. You're right. I'd have been I'd have been better off just stealing from a dumpster. It used to creep me out there because I'd go in there. I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And there would be a six year old working the counter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. And then there's like the, the Buddha cat with its arm going up and down. Here's the, the other, whole time. Here's the other weird part about that one. Uh, if you go in and sit down, yeah, they'll bring you cans of soda. Yeah. If you order a soda at the drive-through, fountain. It's fountain. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like cans of soda. Uh, I don't I'm like, not a soda can guy. I don't like to order cans of soda. I don't like fountain drinks either, really. Oh, what do you do? I, I mean, if it's You're a making fount- this impossible for If them. it's a fountain, I just, I'll just i go with Coke, Coca-Cola. Okay. That's it. Old, reliable. So my favorite, though, is a plastic bottle of Dr. Pepper. Okay. Cannot beat it. Put the peanuts in it or something? Target has the best one. They're Target ice. has the, the, the best, best bottles. Bottles of dark ice cold. Okay, interesting. Hey, Target, hit me up, sponsor me. Yeah, no, no joke, right? Yeah, you almost slipped <laughs> up there, sick boy. Medicine head, zombie get me. boy. Medicine head may get me today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Like, I went to the movie theaters though, and you know how they have like the the new the cool the recliner movie theater now yeah, has yeah. like the AMC's. drink. It's got the drink thing AMC. that I don't like. Hit me up. It's got the little yeah. It's got push, all, the like, all the flavors, flavors and all that. So you can go like. Grape Sprite. Yeah, and I don't believe in all that stuff. Cherry. That, stuff is, that is fake. But you never get the right mix if you do like Cherry Coke. Right. But they started doing this all of a sudden. I'm there. Oh. And there's a little blinky light. Oh. And it's like limited time availability. Oh, what was it? I love, see, I love seeing the word limited time. I do too. I'm getting it. I don't yeah, care what it is. Right. So they had two, and one of them was right up my alley. It was a vanilla swirl or vanilla whirl. Whirly bird. Root beer. Okay. And then the other one was like... It's like a root beer float. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Valeros do that. Yeah. And the other one was like Which a... Which is now uh, okay. Hit me up. Something... Some sort of grape soda combo. Okay. No cherry limeade? No, but it was like a mint grape soda or something oh, like okay, that. I so, you. But I did the vanilla twirl, and it was really good. It was actually yeah. so good... You went back for seconds. I did. 
which was easy to do because they were running late in cleaning the movie theaters. I saw right. some great movie theater drama. Oh, those are the best. Those are the best. There. I love I love workplace drama. I do too. But like, it's not a TV show. It was like a live play uh-huh. right in front uh-huh. of me. Uh-huh. And I was just eating my little, I bought peanut M&Ms. And I'm just eating them like a snack while they're going into it. And, this is uh, better than the movie. Right. So essentially, I guess, uh, girl A, we'll call her. Uh-huh. Uh, she she convinced her bosses to we'll, let her off we'll, work early. We'll call her Alpha. Alpha. Okay. And so uh, Beta, boy B, they were supposed to be finishing up one theater. And then when they were done, she was going to leave. Okay. Well, she took advantage of the situation. And, and she early. ducked out early. And so Beta was peaced. Beta was not happy. So he had to clean up all of that theater, which then set him behind to clean the Thor Ragnarok theater so that we could then sit down and see Thor Ragnarok. Right. So here's the inefficient part. He's then complaining. He calls, he radios over for a manager to come Radio. Meet him, and he's complaining to her about Alpha that she left. Okay. And he's like, she's not, she's, she's still here. She's talking to so-and-so off the clock, but I'm, I'm having to clean everything. Blah, blah, blah. This is. So the assistant manager, instead of helping him, which is what I think what a good manager should have just let's just clean it. Yeah, and we'll, that's what I would have done. We'll be deal a, with the employee tomorrow on our next. Being a good shift. manager that I am, I would have done that. Right, you get in there, you clean it up. That way, the customers can sit down, and, and there's not twenty customers people in the hallway first. watching you two deal with this. Right. She instead is like, does anyone have eyes on Alpha? Anyone see Alpha? Bring Alpha back. Send her to theater four, please. And first of all, she's off the clock. Right. Like if I'm off the clock, I'm done. Though. You're not sending me anywhere. Hey, Corey, would you go? No, I'm good, man. But on the same token, if I'm off the clock, I'm out. Yeah, I, I leave. Ain't hanging around. I do leave. But if I, but but it is a movie theater. Like, it is a public place where people so are there. Who cares? Like, what if you're meeting your dad or your kid Doubt or it. your sister or something? Don't think so. For a movie. Doubt it. Now that you're off. Or uh, even a boyfriend or date. Nope. So, like, happening. I can conceivably see asking to get off and then staying because of this event. Nope. Not doing it. So, I personally, I wouldn't either. But I'm I can, out. But I can see it. So... Like, me personally, I'd be like, listen, I'm off the clock. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. I'm, I'm, I once is, I'm worked, now me time. I once worked at the movie theater in the Woodlands, and I didn't have a car at the time, and I got let off early, and in fear of staying and having to work again, <laughs> I walked three miles to my aunt and uncle's house, <laughs> so I wouldn't have to work. I leave places. That That's a dedication to not working. That's, that's, that's dedication, that's, bro. That's a work ethic to laziness. Mm, yeah, it is. So, so anyway, they grab Alpha the Girl, and they talk to her for a minute. And meanwhile, Beta Guy is inside cleaning by himself now. And so she kind of rolls her eyes, grabs a broom and a little dust bucket, goes into the theater. See, she should have left. And then comes out like two minutes later, and the whole theater is now done, and everyone gets to sit down. I'm just not sure about like the efficiency of that. Like, they clearly, the most efficient thing should have been assistant manager and Beta clean right, it. Right, 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 and then on And then Monday morning, someone says, hey, Alpha. This is a movie theater we're talking about. I know. Here. But I mean, like, I mean, hey, how Alpha. Much they get, how much do they get paid, really? I don't know, but they all have walkie-talkies and like it's all high tech. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woo. someone's got to have a little key. Woo, walkie-talkies and a key. Do you remember the rule from Cheers? The more keys you have, the more important you are. The more work you do for less pay. Yeah, that's how it works. That's not how, well. That's how it works. That's keys. how. That's, that's how it works at poor companies. That's true. That's how it works when you have keys. That's uh, that's, true. that's why I don't carry any keys anymore. <laughs> I gave them all out. Can't even get into your own <laughs> I gave, building. Nope, I gave them all out. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, but no, it was kind of fascinating to watch them kind of go through their process. So then yeah. I, I went and refilled my drink, and then the movie was ready. And then you're ready to go. Yeah, you I got was some like, more vanilla swirl. Said that was out of pizza. These M's. were. This was a great like prequel. Yeah, it was like a great way to like warm up. My favorite thing about movies are the previews. I love me the previews. Um, I ought to make sure I get to the movie early so I can see the yeah. previews. And if I miss them, I get really grumpy. That's kind of ruined for me now, though, because now there's previews. I don't care. Like, they're all out there now. Yeah, I don't care. 
So like I'd seen them all uh-uh. already. I want to see them. Like the nothing theater. was new. To me. I want them in that Dolby surround sound. Oh, just really? blasting in my uh, ear. See, I'm deaf in here. So like, well, then also there's only like when it comes to previews, I really just watch the comic book movie ones. So then there's other previews for other oh, movies. Oh, that you that didn't I know. See. Yeah. Like, you know what? I might want to see that one. See, my problem is I don't immediately click off. That's your so like I only- watch like oh in 30 seconds something else is gonna come on. All right, well let's see what we got here. Next thing you know, I'm down the I rabbit like trying hole. to guess them. That's the game I play now. <laughs> so as soon as like the first five seconds, like Power Rangers, doubt it. Okay. I usually right. go like four for six when I do it. Sixty-six percent is not bad. No, it's really not. I haven't I haven't played that game. I'll have to try that. Try that next time. I, I will. You'll be by it. yourself, right? Because you don't ever go to the movies with anybody. Why you gotta be like that? I'm just you know laying it out there. So hey, ladies, you like movies? Hit up Corey DLG. Yeah. He'll take you. Because apparently I go by myself all the time. Not anymore if you ladies hit him up. Uh, let's jump out to a break real quick. Uh, we got a fun show. We're getting back to the basics this week on Nerd Thug Radio. You know what that means? Just me and my heterosexual life partner. Woo! You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, guys. This is Joey Savage. Don't forget, check us out on iTunes. Click subscribe. Leave us a review. Also on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to us there as well. Catch us out every Monday on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! You know me. My name is Joey Savage. Core DLG, And yeah. I'm the intern. Woo! So I'm before Corey, we get I'm Core in, DLG, yeah! Woo! Are you okay? Yeah! Cole, get Woo! him like... Call 911. Corey's having seizures. Woo! He's having them again. Woo! So before we get Woo! into nerd thug media around the world, this is upside down, Corey. I would like Corey DLG to tell all of us, our friends about Space Cadets Gaming. Oh, you pick like the worst gaming. guy to do this today. All right. You want me to have Colt do it? No, no, I got this. You got this? Got we this. can tackle this together. I'm a radio professional. <laughs> Doubt it. 50 G's if we get this in one we'll take. take. Yeah. All right. So now that holidays are approaching black friday is coming up Ooh, can't wait for that space cadets gaming gaming is going to be the place that people should go to to get the great deals great deals on games on gaming that's right they got everything from uh Yu-Gi-Oh, magic the gathering Hero they Flicks. got magic the gathering friday nights magic magic fridays friday night magic you got that right yeah Friday Night Magic. Hero clicks. Just because you played Magic at Extra Life, that's right. Doesn't I'm mean you know these guys. Yeah, I'm now an ex. I'm now an Dungeons expert. and Dragons, one of the largest Dungeons like, and Dragon leagues. Right. They, in all of they're Houston, playing like man. every night now. I think. I think so too. Star uh, Wars Armada. Star Flux. Wars. The, all the new, the new, uh, the new yeah. Munchkins are always there. Munchkins, Munchkins, Munchkins. They got Rick and Morty there. I think they have two copies of Rick and Morty. Uh, so someone come buy both of them I today. Uh, so anyway, you go there, you have a great time, you visit our friend BMAC, you get 10% off, you say Nerd Thug, 10% off your largest item out of your purchase, you say it, Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, right. It's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming in Oak Ridge. Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Woo! You nailed that. I did, man. Semi-professional. Yeah, Medicine Head Core semi, semi probably like the fifth best core you could work with. <laughs> All right, so you ready for uh, my first big nerd media news? Yeah, what do you got? I'm still excited about last week's. What was last week's? The Disney streaming service or well, New Warriors? Both. both. Okay. Like, they don't know where they're going to put that show. My friends. They're going to move it into my house, I think. I'm going to rent the third room to them. over at Amazon Prime. Oh, your friends. My friends. Okay. Have ordered straight to series. Oh. Eight episodes of The Boys. Oh, wow. I'm so excited about That's this. That's going to be terrible. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be so. How long did I sit here on this show? Like, you love The Boys. A month Straight. All I talked was the boys. 
because we had our friends at uh, Comic Blitz at the time. Right, right. Who had their streaming service, and they had the entire catalog. That's what I did for three weeks at work. I just read the entire catalog on my lunch break at work. You you love the boys. I really love do. the boys. But it's it's probably one of... I really wonder if they're going to get What's-His-Name to be in it. Be in it. Oh, uh, uh, Simon Pegg? Yeah. Nah. I, no. That would be golden. No, he's got to be... That's not quite his alley. No, but it's like, a little too graphic for someone like Simon. That's right? him, though. Like that's the character. Yeah, they used his likeness in the book. Yes, straight up. But I don't think Mother's Milk. Yeah, I mean, I don't the know. French. Yeah, the Frenchman. Yeah, Jason Statham. I guess would be like. You think so? He could be like the lead guy. That'd be good. But yeah, I mean, they've mentioned in the past like doing a boys show like on different. Have like, they? Yeah, it, it's why the name has been up for a long time now. I think Seth Rogen was tied to it at one point, I, and he went the preacher route instead. With if there's somebody who can make it work, it's probably <laughs> right. Seth Rogen because preacher Seth Rogen and Evan, Evan yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. So it's been bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing around. And Amazon was just like, you know what? Eight episodes, it's in. Go, we give you all of them. I think it's a mistake. I think it's awesome. I just really want—I don't know what he's saying over there, I know. but I really want someone to come to us and just be like, you can have eight episodes of whatever after they see our TV show. Uh, I mean, that'd be great. Like, right? don't get me wrong. Like, that's definitely, like, a, a bold, like, vote of confidence. Right, right. The full eight season, the full eight episodes. But to me, The Boys is going to be unfilmable. I don't I don't think it's I don't something. Care. I don't care. I'm excited. said the same thing for Watchmen. I'm okay. No, 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 no. Other people said the same thing for Watchmen. I didn't say that. The Watchmen, Watchmen movie was great. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And the reason they said it was too unfilmable is because it was slow. But there are slow-burning movies. So, like, people just, people had a misconception about superheroes. The problem that I have with The Boys it's as a, it translates to media is it Have you ever read The Boys? I don't it, even know what The Boys is. The Boys is a comic so book. Dark. The only thing I know what Boys is like it's that thing you crack a cold open one. No, it's uh The Boys was a comic book by Garth Ennis and it basically follows The Boys are a group of 5 people and their job like superheroes are just they're pro, out and about. Out and about. Everyone knows them. And so their job is to watch the superheroes and like police and them when they get police out of them line. when they get out of line. Well, these superheroes are extremely NC seventeen X rated like it's graphic sort, type it, stuff. It's basically what you would think a superhero would be like in our in, internet in rock star right. society. And so they party, they do they do drugs, they they there's women, there's there's all events, there's, kinds of stuff. Goes there's on. hanging out, and so that's what it says. So it's extremely right. graphic. And when I talked when I talked my love for it. When we did did this uh, about six months ago, the first thing I said was, "Do not let any kids or teenagers read this book." No, it's definitely not family friendly. You have to be an adult to read this. But yeah, so how does it translate Amazon Prime? I don't know what the, the limits are on Amazon Prime. Can they show whatever they want? Like yeah, yeah, they can. So yeah. who, who knows what's going to happen? It could, but that's the thing is, are they going to do get crazy? Are yeah. they going to do a seven minute? I mean, I'm going to use the word orgy. I mean, are they going to do a seven minute orgy on, on 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 tape? Possibly. I mean, like it's it to me it's an unshootable show because the source material is so dark. Like we'll there's, it's hard. It's gonna be hard to filter. Like they'll have to like they'll have to change it so tremendously that you you won't be happy because they'll so. have to they'll have to make it to where like oh instead of they party as hard as we're talking about like we'll have they'll have to make it to where like oh one of them on the side keeps the money from robberies that they stop. And then the boys have to step in, and you'll be like, that's not what they did, really. That's not accurate at all. Right. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out soon. Um, all right, so the next bit of news. You ready for this? Yeah, what do you got? So it broke this week, and I think it's been debunked, but it's still something to kind of talk about. Uh, there were some small talks this week 
about Disney possibly purchasing Fox. Yeah. Not all of Fox. But like a, it was like 30 or 40 percent. Fox like wanted to keep the sports and the news and stuff, but and maybe like the station, like the, the TV station, but like all the FX, all the subsidiaries, all that stuff would have gone to Disney. Disney would have taken over the X-Men. They would have got Fantastic Four, I think. There was like tons of stuff that would have went to Disney. And I think the talks lasted like the rumors hit one day, but then two days squashed. But I mean, could you just imagine just for one second if like Disney owned the Simpsons or all the stuff that's on FX that's like really like raunchy? Archer. Right. Archer is another good one. Um, I mean, I, it would, I don't, I didn't think it would be a good idea. I mean, if anything, Fox should just be like, I'll sell you the X-Men or I'll sell you this stuff that you're going along with. But really, they stuff like just, that, American Dad, they should all just, that stuff. They should, well, see, I mean, the X-Men, how, they're never going to get back. Right. So, yeah, they'd have to buy that back. Um, Yeah, I saw the same news breaking that day. And right. then I also saw by the end of the day that they were like, like oh, man, never you know what? We don't want to do this. I, I think I, what it was. Is I thought it was going to be, if they had done it, it would have been a mistake. I think Disney wanted, Disney really wanted like one specific thing. Like they wanted to, like I, I want, I think Disney just was like, I want the X-Men. I want this and I want this. And Fox was like, well, if we're going to do this deal, we need you to take this, 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 and this. Right. And they're like, oh, if you want us to take that, well, we want the sports too. And they're like, whoa, well, yeah, that's a cash cow for us. I don't right. think so. And sports is one of probably, the few, they just started a sports network like that's probably two years what, ago. That's probably what halted it. But I don't know, like... I mean, they host the World Series. I mean, they host some big events at Fox. They have football on Fox. And they have poker. They have the poker, but they got tons of stuff. Sports. They make most of their money. Fox said most of their money is made through the news outlets and through the sports stuff. Um, Yeah, and honestly, I just don't think Disney, like, wanted that much. So the reason Disney targeted Marvel and Star Wars was specifically because they track, you know, their demographics. Right, right. And they lose boys... From ages seven and up. They keep the girls all right. the way through to like 50. I don't know. I made that number up. But they keep the girls all 25. the way through their, their youth. But they lose the boys from seven up. Unless your name's Zach. So they specifically targeted these. Yeah, exactly. They specifically targeted these avenues where they know boys go. Right, boys right. go to comic books. They go to Star Wars. So that's why they bought them. When you start talking about things like The Simpsons and Family Guy, Orville, American Archer, Dad. American Dad. Disney doesn't have a spot for that. There's nowhere no. for that to go. So what would they do with it? Right. Unless they wanted to put on their streaming service. Yeah. I mean, I they mean, could just buy it, right? They could just buy everything and put it all on their streaming service. Right. Finally, Let's they almost take it all. We'll spend a hundred billion dollars to get to twenty five. Uh but yeah, there's no place for that stuff, right? They don't have a place mm -hmm. they don't have a place right now an avenue for those for that to go. So there's no reason for it. Also, I don't want to see Disney Owning those things. I don't know. I don't either. I don't want to see. I don't think the Fantastic Four need to be a movie. I don't think Marvel. I don't think X-Men needs to go and be part of the Avengers. I've already explained how to fix Fantastic Four on several episodes. Yeah, I, I think you're on to something with that. I, I think, think it'd be a fun too. family show. Someone should hit me up. I'll write it with but, Corey's help. But I don't think there's any place at all. Under with, my tutelage. <laughs> with, under, under within my uh, tutelage. Don't. Don't move your hand. Under my tutelage. No, we're not going to, whatever that is. Under my tutelage, Corey we're not, DLG. We're not doing whatever yeah, that tutelage. is. Joey, you're just a walking censor machine. Bro. Right. Tutelage. Right. I don't. This we, is, you, who's going to censor this? This is on YouTube. Can we, tutelage. Can we blur that? Like, Why would you blur this on YouTube? It's I don't. Tutelage. I don't want it anywhere it's near me. It's not YouTube. It's the TV I'm worried about. Shh, no one watches that. Tutelage. I, I don't want that near me, though. Tutelage. Too legit. Too legit. Too quick. Hey, hey. 
So I may anyways. be sick, but I'm not that sick. <laughs> uh, but I, I just I wouldn't put that past you. I don't. Yeah, but I don't think. I don't, I don't, right, I don't think any of that stuff, especially the stuff you see on FX. Yeah, none of that FX X. Yeah, that stuff does not. Fit. By the way, AT and T, I guess, is having some sort of negotiations with FX and oh, all no. that. Oh no! And right now, those channels, I don't have them anymore. What? So like, today they were playing Savages, uh, and okay. I like that movie. It's, okay. it's a cool movie. Yeah, which click on it. Couldn't Dunzo. watch it. They're like, this channel's no longer well, available. Like, same thing with AT&T. Yeah, because they don't show, they don't have Fox on like ATT Uverse, AT&T Uverse. Right. And so I hijacked your brother-in-law's ATT Uverse or whatever login so I could watch baseball at work. Right. And so I wasn't able to get one of the World Series games. We're doing something on a Saturday. It's like, oh, I'll just whip out my uh, Uverse app and watch episode or uh, first couple innings before we go to dinner. Nope. Nope. Couldn't do it. Right. I was ticked. Yeah, uh, all of a sudden now all the FXs and they've got like an FX and an FFX and like a tutelage, all of them, all three of them, all three of those. Scratched. I can't. So all of a sudden, I guess Archer is gone now from my TV. What? Because of that. What? So never seen it. What a what, crime. What you've never seen Archer? No, it's fantastic. The man. only really cartoon show I watch is Rick and Morty. That's you got but you got not a superhero. Show. You are you've, missing. You're out. really missing out on Archer. Yeah, also, Frisky Dingo. Frisky yeah, Dingo. I need to check that out. Those are the, those um, are the two that you need to. Zack Squared version 2.0. Okay, Austin <laughs> really highly recommends that show, but I highly recommend we take a break. All right, because um, I need to go to the restroom. When we come back, we're gonna get into uh, I don't know. Let's talk about this internet station called Reddit. Oh, okay. why not? Nerd Bug Radio. All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And you have, I'm excited for the segment. Oh man, he doesn't even know what his name is. Ah. Uh, before we get going, listen to us on Conroe's FM 104.5106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can catch us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Woo! Like us. Share us with your friends. Please? So we got into an interesting conversation uh, today before we started the show. This is true. This is uh, true. A little sidebar action. Um, and somehow the internet site Reddit became a hot topic between the two of you gents over here. Uh, so oh, you, you weren't in the, you didn't get in the conversation. I mean, I don't, I don't really read it. And I was just, okay. Defi- right. I was defending you. It's probably for else. the better. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah, it's true. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There are far Maybe. worse websites to go waste your time on, but it's a pretty good type. I know state. one of them starts with the P ends with the B, but Corey read it. Thug radio. Yeah, of okay. course. Um, you've recently been trying to launch stuff on Reddit and yes. have come to the conclusion that the internet's awful. Well, no, 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 no negative. No. So it's not a mood, man. It's it's not a mood. Yeah, no. So basically, over the next couple of months, my goal is to transition to where I don't work regular work. Right. I, right. I don't care if I got like ten side hustles. I want to be able to give as much free time as possible to nerd thug stuff. We're talking about 
making more movies, making TV, making this, making that, making all this other stuff. We need more time. Time is the one commodity we don't have enough time on. Time is the essence. So I'm trying to free up time by, by investing in these other opportunities that'll then free me up more over time. So Correct. kind of every every dollar I make, I'm dumping into something right now. Right. So one of the things I'm looking at is, is launching an internet radio uh, January 1st. My birthday is January the 5th. You should buy me something. Yeah. I got a gift for you. I got, a, I got an idea already. So let me have some free time on your station. I'll just you just a pair of clear heels so you can make that side money for yourself. Ooh-wee. You know what I'm saying, man? You can look good in the stilettos. I, but, look, uh, I look good in anything. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. anything and nothing at all. Duct tape it'll do. Whoa. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving We're on. Moving right along. Hard moving on, yeah. And it's that out, Colt. Yeah, someone bleeped the last 30 seconds of radio. Sure, but so. So I go on Reddit, and basically what I was doing is just kind of doing the blanket first call. This right, is the right. very first call. This hey, is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This right. is what I'm looking for podcasters and looking for music. Now, on the podcast side, I encountered pretty much zero resistance. I had one guy who said um, that basically anyone can start an internet radio station. You're right. So anyone why, can. Right. And so he was like, anyone can start an internet radio station. Content's all that matters. Why should why should people? Basically, my form is going to be they're going to pay for the airtime. Right. But I'm going to organically help everybody grow by pairing all Which the groups together and stuff. almost typically what every internet radio station Right. And so I don't, look, I don't feel like I have, like I have to, I don't have to explain the business model. I don't feel bad about it. It's not a bad business model. We paid to start out on, on internet radio. We did. We did. Back in the day on we Money Green. Hard. That's why we had our first sponsors. Like this, hustle, hustle hard. Airtime isn't free. Anything you hear on the radio, someone is paying for that to be where it's supposed to be. Right, right. So that right. being said, I'm going out. And the podcasting people, on the podcasting side, I'm not, I'm not encountering any resistance. On the music side... There's all kinds of people who are telling me, oh, well, there's so much better deals out there. There's better there's deals. Musicians. Better deals. I said, okay, well. Our divas. Well, and I, I said, then then do the better deal. Right. You then don't have, you to, don't do have to come to this. But they're, they're, they're touting things that aren't really better deals either. It's free to put my music on Pandora and Spotify. I also just love how everyone on the internet is an expert, which we've already debunked. There's no such right, thing. Right. On everything. Right. No matter what it is. And so, like, I don't have a problem. If someone wants to, has a critique or a question, I will sit there and answer it. You know this about me. I don't have a problem addressing nope. an issue. I recorded a song on GarageBand. I know everything there is to know right. about music. Okay, well, great. Then let's have the talk. So so I sat there, and I responded to every single criticism and every single comment. And eventually, they ran out of gas, and now they're done. And I'm still on there saying, look, man, if people aren't interested, then they're interested. And right, if they're right. not, then they're not. If you don't like it, you can walk away. Easy peasy. Well, you had to. Oh, yeah, okay, so Corey, um, I've been on Reddit for quite a while now. Define quite a while. A good four years. Okay, that's, that's a long a while. Time. That's a long yeah. time. That's quite uh, a while. I, although I am a filthy Not a long lurker. time. Quite a while. Okay, yeah. so I think where your first misstep might have been, where is you was joining radio at, or joining internet at all, Corey? <laughs> yeah, was, was joining you. Reddit at all. But I think where you did, I think you did it right good when you put us. Uh, posted in the podcasting subreddit and you said hey i have this idea um this is what i might want to do and then you can get some feedback i think where you might have made a misstep is where you went on the subreddit that you did and you said oh i'm launching this right now this is what i'm doing we'll see i put the date on there too january 1st Yeah, yeah yeah but since you didn't really have i don't think if you didn't have that platform for again the massive reddit that would tend to pick things apart because it's Reddit, Reddit and does. there's multiple users that uh, you might have run into something. I think if you went in there with saying, hey, I have this idea. I would like some feedback. It would be really appreciated. Right, but I don't want their feedback. Oh, cool. Maybe not. No, <laughs> like, that's the thing is I don't want their feedback because I already know. Because what they're a god? No, no, because I know what it's going to cost for me to want to do it. So, like, okay, if you watch an episode of Shark Tank, somebody walks in with a business and they pitch it to the investors and the investors say, 
That's a good idea or a bad idea, but they, let's say they like the idea. They know in their head how involved they need to be to make that work, and then they put a value on that. So my, my thinking for the internet radio is, I know what the airtime has to be worth for me to want to participate. So I already know the value of my airtime. I know what it's going to cost me to do, and I know what I need to do to get it done. So then I say, if they don't want to pay this much money, then they're not the, they're not the people for me. So I don't have to, there's going to be someone who's going to pay that fee because I'm not asking for a million dollars. I'm asking for $25. I think though, um, going back and trying to comment and comment and comment with the other commenters may not have been the best strategy either because it's not about who the last person standing is. It's how you look at, uh, how you look to other people reading it. Right. Because if you go back and you're talking and talking and talking, you're trying to really back your point up, but you look like a doofus online and your karma doofus scores on your comments out. are like really low. Right. But if you look, that's not the case. And yeah. I don't, I don't get in. And that's the thing is I've had other people, I've, I get on these internet debates all the time and Joey always teases me about it I when do. we talk about politics and stuff. Very much so. But every day. The comment, on the internet is generally a really bad idea. It is. Idea. And, and, but the comment that I get from everybody and it, it happens a lot, it happens frequently is people come back to me and go, man, like you're really respect, like you're not, you're not a disrespectful person. You don't, you don't go personal on people. You don't go offensive on people. You don't. I state the facts. You, I, you stand by your facts and you just simply have the conversation. And in, 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 and in all my posts, I simply say, at some point in all of them, again, if this isn't the business model you want to pursue, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Absolutely. That is one thing you are really good at. You are professional and you are polite whoa, whoa, and you whoa, don't whoa. talk That's down. Don't get his head real big. That's he right. is not professional at That's all. Right. I'm, well, I'm looking 100%. at your post history, you certainly aren't professional. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank I mean, you. you do it you do a lot better and you are very likely not going to end up cross-posted on subreddit drama or something where no. they're like this guy didn't take it very well, and he's no. lashing out at people. Well, and that's and so like one person, so like a lot of these people's replies, and this is the thing about the internet that just drives me crazy in general. Is a lot of these people's replies is they feel like, without any sort of backing, they can just say something. So like one guy just simply said "scam" in all caps. Scam, scam, lawyer. So okay, all right, well, well, great. So my reply to that was, well, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I disagree, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. So then, what did that guy do? He posted questions. Yeah. So then he and I had a conversation. You see how easy it would have been for him to initially just say, hey, this is why I don't know if this is going to work out for you. Right. But instead, he wanted to come hard internet at me and be, scam. I just don't understand why people feel the need to try to criticize and pick apart your idea. It's like, hey, look, this is my idea. If you want to be involved, go ahead. I'm not asking for your opinion. I'm not asking you if this is going to work. I could care less what you think. You're vastly overestimating um, the cynicism of this website. That's That's what I don't like. That's why I don't read it. And that's, that's why I don't get in debates on Facebook. Right. That's why I use it mainly to promote North Thug Radio um, and look at hot girls. Right. That's it. That's all I use the internet for. And, and wrestling so, news. And, and so, like, I don't, like, I didn't feel bad telling people, like, you're kind of, so, like, one person, basically, they started their whole comment well, with just F-bombing me. Right. They were like, oh, just F you. And then they said a bunch of stuff. So my reply to that was, man, I love the internet. My, my reply to that was, man, I love the internet. The internet's not a mood, great, Corey. Yeah. Great questions. Terrible attitude. I then answer the questions. And then tell him, his reply to that, somewhere in his reply, is essentially, oh, well, if I seem arrogant or cocky, and I said, no, no, you don't seem arrogant or cocky. It's just rude when you start off with an right, F-bomb. Right. Like, I'm more than happy to answer every one of your questions. Right. But don't start off effing me and then saying, this is why you're so terrible. Right. You don't even know me, bro. Right. You have Come no at idea. me. And so, like, without, and I'm not trying to be on there and brag, but, like, I tell them, like, look, I've got a podcast. I've gone through these processes. Yeah. I understand I've got Apple some Music. Apple Music doesn't help you at all. Nope. 
They don't give you any information. Mm -mm. Meanwhile, if you pay me $25 a month, I'm going to work with you to grow you. Oh, man, some of your comments are in the negatives, dude. Uh-oh. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, like that the little thread where the dude says, like, kindly, kindly <clears throat> off. Yeah. Yeah, your your comments are not being treated kindly by That's all right. voters. Corey doesn't care. No. Like, when it comes, let's, let's just And I'm not it. ashamed, like, either. Like, so, what's your, so, some of the people on there, I discovered Reddit because I read an article online where this guy, I'm like, it's like a cool, like, Rolling Stone type article. Okay. Where this guy interviews a girl who kind of started the women of Reddit craze. Okay. And there's women on Reddit who pose nude and all Penny that. Penny Lane? Uh, I don't Just know. kidding. I don't know. She's from Almost Famous. Though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, so anyway, read the article and I was like, wait, so Reddit has a whole forum of just... Yeah, they have everything. Just girls who just post photos of themselves. So I went on there and yeah, it is. it is. It's just... So a couple of those people I've made comments on. So like when I posted this, some of these guys went through my history. And they're like, oh, well, I can see where you made comments on, on, on nude photos. So? That's what I said. I said, okay. Cool. And they were like, well, and someone I think makes the comment about how I should have used a different username. And it was Why? like. He's absolutely correct. Uh, see, here's my issue with that. You just get into trouble when you start using those usernames to boost up your content and to put down other people's content. But I don't. No joke. That's how literally one of the biggest Redditors of all time got banned and had this fall from grace because he used fake usernames yeah he had like six alternate accounts so does that seem like, like a good idea or a bad idea oh th that's like a, a terrible that's idea. a terrible right. idea right. and it violates it, viol it violates the core rules of reddit right so here's my thing about the internet and this is just in general my, my my rule one of my rules on life is that secrets burn down the village correct secrets are always going to be the undoing of whatever it is you're striving to do in life so yeah. if you're if you're going to sit here and try and act like oh well, i've never done anything all these people dealing with all these issues right now in the media, Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K., all these other people, it's because they built an empire on sand. Right. They started off totally false and misleading. So, no. So, these people, so a, a couple bada, people tried to embarrass boom. me. Okay, so, yeah. I'm and my reply to that is, I know we're getting out of here. My reply to that is, I mean, I'm not I'm not Rodney Mexico Danger or whatever that guy's name was, yeah. the Rodney senator. Rodney Dangerfield? No, the senator who used uh, Mex Ron Danger, I think, was his, his yeah. fake Twitter account so he could send photos of his junk to the world. Like, that's not me. Sorry, I'm going to be who I am That's unapologetically. Right. That's who we are. At the same time, radio. looking at the comments that I'm reading and can't be repeated on radio. No, some of them are, yeah, some of them are graphic. I don't, it's definitely not the kind of content that people can easily access and then trace back to you when you're also trying to uh, pitch your business venture. But at the same time, the, rule, the rules of the world are really be true to yourself. It is. Let's be true to ourselves. Take a break. We come back. I got some more nerd media news. Ooh, let's do it. Star Wars related. Uh-oh. Might excite Corey DLG. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Tasmania. And I'm Big Ben. And we're with the Conroe Cutthroats, Cutthroats, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh. Woo! Yeah. Oh. You all right? Oh. Yeah? So, um... Someone like pull it out of you? Yeah. Oh. It came to my attention as we were discussing between segments last time. Some nerd news, media related. Oh, what do you got? That uh, came out, and I, I thought, I think it might interest you okay. just a bit. All right. So I'm going to say the word Star Wars. Okay. I'm, and real quick, you I'm give wavering. me. Give me, Corey DLG, give me your 45 second opinion on Star Wars. Go. The universe is impressive and amazing and cool. The characters that they've stayed focused on this whole time bore the crap out of me. Is that your final stance? Yes. Okay, so the news coming out 
the guy who directed the last Jedi that will be coming out um, here in the next couple weeks. Okay. Uh, Ryan Johnson. Um, Disney and Lucas Films have announced a brand new Star Wars trilogy that will kick off presumably after episode nine hits screens. And according to the official press release by StarWars.com, the last Jedi director, Ryan Johnson, will creatively oversee the new trilogy and write and direct the first entry in the series. It will reportedly step away from the Skywalkers. Oh, my God. Opting to focus on another corner of the galaxy far, far away. Oh, my God. So happy. how do you feel about the potential of Star Wars stepping away from the Solos and the Skywalkers and getting deeper into this world. Look, when they made Rogue One, Rogue One was fantastic. I was all about it. And, and why I, did you like Rogue One? Because it was a good movie, and? and it was featured in a beautiful, cool setting, the Star Wars universe. Right. I can get behind that. Right. I can totally get behind that. So if you're going to give me good movies in this, because they have built a really cool universe with like this cool mythos and these cool things and these cool places. Right. You I, get glimpses of it. Right. But then but then they focus more on the Skywalker and, and Han Solo and Princess Leia. They're and saying the same five in shepherding people. this new trilogy, which is separate from the episodic Skywalker saga, Johnson will introduce new characters from a corner of the galaxy that Star Wars lore has never been before been explored. Um, yeah, okay. So yeah. potentially, I knew this was excite you. It could increase your level of interest more into the oh, Star for Wars sure. stuff. For sure. Like, I mean, when they talked about maybe making a Boba Fett movie, I was like, that's awesome. Right. I'd love to see that. Then they made a Han Solo movie instead, said, and, I, and I'm way um, less excited. Boba Fett's kind of, eh. I, I don't see the big deal in him. I don't know why that's, Okay, so everyone always says he's the most dangerous bounty hunter in but the galaxy. He doesn't do anything. But in the couple— His son—I mean, his dad's more dangerous than he is. Right, and like the eight minutes of all in, the movies that he's in, yeah. he's not very impressive. No. So let's find out what makes him cool. Right. Now, granted, in the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars cartoons— mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nine-year-old Boba Fett is pretty B.A. Jango Fett was pretty dope, too. Right. But, I mean, uh, did you see those episodes where young yeah, yeah. Boba Fett's rolling around with the other mercenaries who were friends with his dad? Yeah, yeah. Like— And wait, Rebels or— No, in Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Yes, I did. Yes, and I he, did. like, he kidnaps one of the Jedi. Yeah, he's pretty he, dope. Like, he he was cool. So, like, I, I feel like there's a whole set of movies you could do where Boba Fett's really cool. Right, because there's all these planets everywhere. And, like, right. you get, like, real brief glimpses of them of what, you know, is like there. It's like, wow, here's going to be a trilogy that's going to focus on a whole new set of heroes or a different story inside this big, beautiful I'm so ready for world. It. So ready for Same it. thing with uh, what they're doing with the Harry Potter universe. So Harry Potter had his eight films or whatever it was, and now they're doing prequels, which you look at the prequels of Star Wars, they're mm. not the greatest no, received, no, well-received. No, Joey Savage likes them all. But um, they're taking a different direction, and they're giving you some of the characters they have mentioned briefly in the original Harry Potter and now they're putting them on the screen so you're getting different stories you're getting more of this universe than just Harry Potter so kind of the same thing they're going to do here with Star Wars I I feel like and uh, it seems pretty exciting yeah and actually for the Harry Potter ones what's cooler about all that is those are bigger actors Colin Farrell yeah I mean um, what was Redmayne Redmayne Um, Eddie Redmayne Eddie Redmayne Um, like Eddie Redmayne these are good actors the the fat guy who's funny yeah, yeah. Um, like these are, and these are adults. Like it's, we're not kids anymore. Like right. Harry Potter grew up. Now let's find some other stories about this. I still want to see like the men in black Harry Potter people, the ones who go around making people forget about magic. Yeah. Like, well, there's this, so many. This next Harry Potter film, you're going to get Jude Law as well and Johnny Depp. Yeah. So 
big names. Yeah, Johnny Depp has like a five minute cameo at the end of the first. Because he's one. like the next big bad in the, the right. next one. It's such a weird thing, like when he shows up at the very end. Yeah. Because he's such a big actor that it's a weird thing to throw him in like that. You're like, whoa, was that just setting it up for the next one? Right. Man, if you guys are talking about extended universe, uh, yeah, we talk, stuff, talk about can you imagine what kind of the intelligence agency or like the security that would go into the world of magic? Like, imagine if the Ministry of Magic had a security division, like a well, you CIA. Get, you get a little well, bit of that in the um, right, Fantastic Beasts. Like right, yeah? The, the I haven't seen it yet. You get a little bit of like what they do, um, ex especially like in the Americas or whatever. Right, like how they handle... He brings over magical beasts in a little magic suitcase world, and like that breaches security. So they they're investigating him. They're trying to arrest him. Um, but like, what would the SWAT team look like? Right. For for magic, like, what do they do? Yeah. When a dragon wants to just roll through Detroit and like <laughs> burn down a Ford factory. Yeah. What happens? Who's the squad that they helicopter in for that? Like like. Tell me that's not a cool move. Right. Can you imagine? Give me two hundred million. I'd make that movie. Done. Can you imagine the Allies versus Nazi wizard bites. Oh, yeah. how cool would World War II have been? We talked about that one time. Like uh, cars, cars. So the Cars universe has a has a massive history to it, right? So so one of the characters, it says this in his little bio, is a World War II veteran. Which means, which means there was a Germany. Which means there was Nazi a cars, Nazis. Which means there was a Hitler. Which means there was a Holocaust, a Mussolini. Which means there was a D Day, like. <laughs> When you wrap your brain around the different things that that implies, because he's a World War II veteran, it's crazy. Like what? A, it's like, for instance, so we're filming, um, we're working on filming a TV show. Yeah, uh, we finished the pilots being edited. It, it's, I, I think it's funny. I'm funny at least. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, but in one of the scenes, I start, I ad lib a lot of what you tell me to right. talk about. And one of the scenes, I ad lib something, and then Corey cuts it, and you're like, dude, you can't say that. It's like. By you saying that, that just opens up like right. a whole bunch of stuff that then I have as a writer have to try to explain. Later. Right. Same thing with this. I bet when they made this car thing, they didn't even realize by they putting were, this. Yeah. This is what they're putting in people's minds. Yeah, because he's a good old country boy tow truck, and then like Scrapper's a World War II veteran. I don't know if his name's Scrapper. I made that part up. Scrapple. But like, so my my nephew's into the cars, and so I'm I literally I'm holding a little box, and on the back it says World War II veteran Scrapper, and I'm like, wait a minute, what does this even mean? The implications start rolling through my head of what that went through, and like imagine like a bunch of tow trucks rolling off of a ship on D-Day, like fighting their way up the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> right. And like, who How does warfare even work? It, like, I guess you would have. Well, the cars universe. The military division. Anyway. I, the military division, I guess, would have to be fighter planes and tanks and battleships themselves. Right, right. But what are what's the infantry? Well, the tow truck. Tow truck. The tow truck was a. He's a veteran. Yeah. Tow truck. How's that tow truck fighting? What do you, was what he a combat medic and he's got, towed people he's got away? He's got cables that he can yeah. like whip cars. I don't know. Maybe he picks up a car and throws it at another car. Right. Let's maybe, jump back to maybe uh, he's got superpower. I don't maybe. know, man. Let's jump back to this Star Wars stuff real quick to wrap this segment up. So, if you had your way and you could think of some story to tell in the Star Wars universe that doesn't involve the main characters we have now, like where would you go with that? What would you do, Corey DLG? This is called. A mini version of the Nerd Thug Freestyle. Okay, so just throwing something at me. What would I do in a Star Wars universe? If someone, if this guy comes to you and says, hey, look, you can do a mini in between. Because, okay, it's three, so they're going to space them out two years. So, so you got to think they want to follow the, mod the model of every, other movies. Other movies. Okay. So, hey, All right, so, you get a filler movie. It can be anything in the Star Wars um, era, but it can be your own story. What do you do? So, man, there's so many cool things I would love to see. I would love to see 
um, the story of Asuka. Yeah. After she leaves the Jedi's. I, I love Asuka. So she, for those who don't know, in the cartoon, basically, she gets she gets out from the Jedi's. She gets accused of something. They take away her status. She gets proven innocent. They invite her back, and she says, you guys didn't have your have my back yeah. when it mattered. No, I'm good. I don't want to be, in, and she's correct. Like, if you're not going to believe me when I'm down, then I don't need you when I'm up. Right, so true. She's out. So she is now uh, called like a rebel instigator. She's still rolling around the lightsaber. She still uses the force, but she's not affiliated with anybody. She's not a Jedi. Think about the cool stories you can tell right Oh, yeah. There. Here's a non-Jedi helping the rebels. Now she's free to do whatever, whatever she, she wants. wants. Yeah. Forget about non-interference. Forget about balancing the force. Like, she could be so good that she's evil. Right. So, really, she's probably a great Jedi at that point. That's if you're what's talking cool about, about uh, the rebels and uh, Clone Wars. You got to see... Some different stuff happened in different parts of the universe. Right, and they went to other places. And right, they, right. And, like, I liked, uh, they did a whole thing with uh, the Mandalorians. Yep. Where they basically had, like, an uprising on Mandalore, and these guys are all warrior people. It was really kind of neat. They're kind of, like, Viking-esque, sort of. They have the I'd armor. make a, a gangster movie, like, Around the Huts. Because the uh, hut- They had a video game that was based on that. Right, but the Huts are supposed to be, like, these a big big, deal. big-time gangsters. Like, yeah. the Mafia. Right. Like, how crazy would it be to make a Mafia-type story? Also, you have to huts. explain why they're so intimidating, because they're yeah. very not. And slow. Right. They just have tons of money, I bet. They just eat people. Yeah. Um, Colt, any ideas on anything you would do in the Star Wars universe, if you could, that's not in the original saga of characters? I probably would go back to. Oh, he's in. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I would right. go back to the prequel area and go delve into the logistics and the implications of an old and outdated and potentially corrupt Jedi Order that kind of has lost its way and it becomes too focused on what it was focused on okay. to be effective. Uh, I would like to see. So after all that happens and the Empire wins the the war. So all these robot armies just laying around. Yeah. Like like an AI uprising would be a cool. Right. Like someone like, takes over all those robots and starts using them for stuff. That'd be a good one. No joke. When I was a kid, I actually. Five years ago? No, more, <laughs> more like 10, more like 10 years ago. But I actually did try to start putting together episodes seven through nine. And it was set in what happens with all of the, all of the stormtroopers after the Empire collapses. That would be a good story. Yeah, where do they go? And then also, like, at this point, they're kidnapping people and brainwashing them. Right. Is basically what the implications are now, right? Yeah. So, or like, like, how, yeah, do, they, how do they man that? How do they handle they're kidnapping that? Well, I had it where orphans. we find out more, yeah. Well, they, maybe not orphans. They're just taking kids. You know what I mean? I had it to where... Give us your firstborn. He's no, now part of the the first right. order. Oh, yeah. Firstborn, first, first order. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. I kind of had Ten it seconds, where go. Um, the military conflict was between... The, the clones that decided to reassimilate and the ones that decided to stay aligned with the Empire. Right. No, that, I mean, because some of those guys probably do want to go home and start living. and work. Yeah. What, what, are, they, what are they going to do? But they're weapons of mass destruction. You can't right. Just... Right. Well, what do you do? Yeah. Let's jump out to a break real quick. We come back. We're going to get back to the weekly top three this week. Oh. Coming back to it, boys and girls. Nerd Dug Radio. Hey guys, Joey Savage here for our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, located off Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. They've got everything. They've got games, toys, they've got action figures, they've got cards, they've got magic, they've got Dungeons and Dragons, Hero Clicks, my favorite. Uh, they've got everything Yu Gi Oh! Vanguard, whatever you want to do gaming wise, go see my boy B Mac at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Just mention Nerd Thug Radio, he'll even give you 10% off, a deal you cannot beat. 
Check that out. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Welcome back. It's Nerd Thug Radio. This is halfway through the show, and this week, Corey DLG, we're doing the weekly top three. We didn't do it last week. We had a lot of fun. A lot of stuff happened happened at Extra Life at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming located in Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Uh, So we shied away from the the top three because we had too much stuff going on. Uh, but this week, we're getting back into it. Oh, yeah. You know what that means. All right. Boom. 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 Wait, you just demoed something else entirely. This is what you're giving me? Okay. Boom. 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 All right. Here we go. Boom. 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 Oh, no. It's the medicine head flow. Boom. Boom. Coming at you now. Going on crazy. Go. So here we go. Drinking up my water. Taking my medicine. Trying to get through this fodder. We got all day. No, we don't. We're on a timer. We got to get this show out before tomorrow. So it's Corey and Joey DLG. Boom. Boom. See what I see? I'm all crazy on this medicine, please. So now we are here. Top three. It's things boom, we didn't boom, get into boom, as boom, kids. Boom. Nerd things we missed, boom, but now we're doing boom, them now. Boom. And I'm D- out of this world. Savage. <laughs> boom. All right. So, as you all heard there in that extravagant rap there. Extravagant. I like it. I like that. Um, so, we're struggling this week to figure out weekly top three. It's been busy weeks at Nerd Thug Radio headquarters. And so, literally at like two o'clock today, I said, Hey, got any ideas, buddy? Nope. And usually, Corey's like, well, usually your response is, what's coming out this week? What's going on? Right. And then I can, can play off can of that. His response in. this week, nope. I said, <laughs> okay. So then I really had to dig down deep. And then I, I saw something. I was like, you know what? That was something I never got into. I was like, okay, let's do a week top three on typical nerd stuff that we just never got into. Like It just never was us. I like that. So that's how we're rolling this week. So the worst of us gets to go first as usual. So Hipster Padawan. Do you have anything to contribute to this conversation? Just that no. you keep referring to me as the the worst. and I, yeah, love yeah. You, I love you, Joey, but this verbal abuse cannot continue. Moving on. Corey, you're number three. Yeah, what's happening? What are you? Get an advocate over there? What's happening? No, actually, Get it's, a lawyer. it's Overwatch. Get a lawyer. Overwatch? Yeah. I never... I, I mean, can agree with you that. It's not my top three, but yeah. It's, yeah, like, I, I got it recently this summer, but I just have not yet gone and played it very much and there's got like really into it there's like a diehard community for oh, Overwatch yeah. too like, I mean, as soon as it came out within three months of it being out we're at a con and we saw tons of people cosplaying already right as overwatch characters well in blizzard you know blizzard's a big deal they, they they've only made big hits yeah the Hershey's, they, butterfinger reese's no no those, m&m no, those, are, my those are blizzards oh what you this say is blizzard the company oh yeah oh, world of warcraft starcraft warcraft um all that good What's jargon. the other one? There's a one other game I'm thinking of. I don't know. Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. But and I've never so, been a first-person shooter, so... Well, those were all real-time strategy games. Well, I mean, like, until World Overwatch. World, well, yeah, and so World of Warcraft was like a massive online role-playing right. game. Yeah, no World of Warcraft. I know that. I know, And wow. so, when they announced this game, and essentially they said, we're going to make an online, competitive, character-in-theme, character-driven online shooting competitive game yeah because like there hasn't been really a good one of those since team fortress 2 and that came out 10 years ago but that wasn't really character driven necessarily the skins and all that was a big deal but they weren't like each character didn't have like so moose yeah yeah go go look and see some yeah. of the commercial probos for the game and mm-hmm. it's literally meet the pyro meet the oh yeah the heavy you're right they had the like scout. they had like meet classes but like yeah it wasn't necessarily like this is beyond classes there's 30 characters and each one of them has a, a different did they just release a new one? 
They do. They and they and they regularly do every few months, and That's then they cool. release some more designs. Cool. And so, like, I'm gonna show you some videos after this. You're yeah. you're wrong. No, no, I, I know they had classes, but this is more even within the classes of like tanker and healer. They have different play styles. So they have a sniper who can heal you. They have an angel who just throws all healing out. And see that that shows the extent of how much I over know Overwatch. Yeah. So, so you're like, wrong. So they they really made this more about each character individually than about classes. Whereas you're talking about in Fortress too, they had classes. They yeah, they had yeah. They and had like the like classes a, had personalities. And right. Stuff, but but, but you're, so you're talking about on a mechanical level. Yeah. Literally each even within a class, I each of those characters plays differently. The different tanks. Yes, they're all big hit tanks that can take a bunch of damage, but they each do different things and have yeah. different abilities and attacks. Yeah, I totally main diva. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. the only one I can do is the giant robot, the girl driving the robot. Just he's got two machine guns. I just sit there and just shoot everybody. Because like whenever you die, you hop out, and all you need to do is stay alive for just long enough to just your get robot the robot again. Yeah. That's that's me. That's exactly what I do. All right, DLG. What's your number three? So my number three is just kind of a more general thing. Okay. Cars. Yeah. I never really got into cars. Is that really a nerdy thing though? I feel like guys I nerd out about cars. Well, they nerd out, but I mean, granted, I'm gonna agree with you. Cars were never my my thing. But right. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily classify it as in the nerd culture. But you're right. Guys who are into cards nerd out about cars. That's all they care about. They get the magazines. It's, it's the thing, like, okay, I'm into wrestling. I'm into a bunch of different stuff. Right. There is not one specific thing that's what I'm into. Dudes that are into cars. They're car guys. That's their life. That's yeah, it. That's, that's it. That's all they do. Cars. But, and that's I, mean, because me, I mean, they look cool. They get me from point A to point B. But Right. And, and, and don't get me wrong. There's so much There's so much variety within that field that you can be. Right, right, right. You can be. Car guy A and car guy B can be totally in yeah. different There's things. different classes of cars. Right. Uh, but it just was one of those things like growing up, it just, even though it was mechanical, which really intrigues me, and even though it was. Your dad was never into cars. Right. And and it was just one of those things. Honestly, we I don't know what my dad was into. So That's fair. We didn't have a lot of money either. So cars is kind of, even when you're poor, cars are an expensive hobby to get yeah, into. Yeah, they are. Like, no, they are. You, you, you know, we, oh, we have friends who have been into cars. And they, they put a they lot of money in them, man. And, they put a lot of yeah. money in them. Yeah, and so one of my buddies growing up, you know, we didn't have any. We all grew up fairly low income, and every dollar he made, he put into his car. Well, when he wrecked that car, life was I mean, over. Yo, we're talking about he, you know, eight thousand dollars in aftermarket product he had in yeah. that thing, and you don't get that back. No, they don't, they, that's, that's the other thing about cars because just going through the process of the, the flood, Harvey, uh, my father, ex father in law, huge car guy, right? And you know, even when you resell cars and stuff. You're not when you start telling people, hey, I, I want to. I've got twelve grand in this car, so I want fifteen out of it. Like, no, no, no. no. This is what it's worth. This is a, yeah, it's only worth this. Same thing. Like, it doesn't matter like how much you put into it. Like, what is it worth? Right. Especially if it's not original stuff. Now, when it's all original, it's a different story. But right when you go after market, mm -hmm. people don't people don't care. And then you start talking about, oh well, it's for performance and air intakes blah, blah, and blah blah blah. 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 But when he starts talking to me about car stuff, my ex father in law, <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this is this is my approach. He's because he'll talk to you like ca about cars, like you know exactly what he's talking right. about. Right, and that's the and thing. I don't. You don't. Right. And I'm just like, so this is my response. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's cool. Uh huh. I do. Oh that. yeah, that's cool. I do that. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's cool. I just repeat myself. Like I just go in repeat mode, and I have no idea what he's saying. But like up the intensity. Yeah, I have no idea what he's saying. So I had a lot of friends who were into cars, and obviously Austin, we've had on the show yeah, now, drag racer. Right. So and then another buddy of mine, Johnny Austin, friend of the show, and Henry. Mm -hmm. Henry was big in the cars too. Chadwick, mm -hmm. you know. So growing up, these guys are all car guys. Yeah, I was the one. You were the one that was. I was the one. Like we would get together. I was never building car models. No I, man, I didn't want car toys. Like remember no. in the apartment, Henry had all those car models and all yeah. that. 
And then he started dating uh, Crystal, and so the kids came by, and they're like, they're picking up the cars, yeah. and I'm watching him. I'm like, there's no way he's cool with that. Yeah, there's no way he's cool he's with that. He's about to lose his mind. And he's just kind of very calmly, uh, we're going to leave that right there. Right there, now. don't touch it. We're just going to put that right there. But yeah, yeah I mean, like. Cars, I, I, you know, I agree with you. The only reason it's probably on my list is because I don't consider it, like, nerd. Right. Kingdom. No, no, and it's not really nerdy until you start seeing how hard nerd. these guys get into That it. subculture becomes. Right. So my number three, uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, is wow, World of Warcraft. Okay. Um, I would say probably the biggest nerdy online game there is. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. For sure. Uh, never into it. Never. And what's so crazy about World of Warcraft, you can't pick out a person out of a lineup that's into that Who stuff. plays Yeah, everyone plays it. Everyone does. I remember um, this chick that came to work uh, with me uh, several years ago. She walks in early 40s, like... You know, doesn't really very kind of countryish, you know, not backwoods, but you know, very right. bland. Right. And uh, like the second day, you know, I was like, you know, trying to like be friends, and hey, we're we're, know, yeah. we're sitting next to each other, so we're gonna have to like work together. Did so, I work with her at the front counter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so her name's Lori. I don't, I don't know. Her name's Lori. And uh, so, so what are you into? I love World of Warcraft. Yes. When I get off of work, that's all I do. I was like, what? Are you serious? Like, and she's a country girl. Yeah, so it's but surprising. I mean. Well, remember they had that great ad campaign for a minute where like Mr. T and. Uh, yeah, I mean, they. They had different like. They lived it Famous up, people man. were in the game as characters. Right. And so like, I think they're done, right? That that Panda Bear one was the last expansion. No, no, no. They just. No, uh, they actually. No, no, more? Recently, they just announced that they're going to start doing vanilla servers. I have no idea what that is. So uh, things have gotten so big and complex now yeah, yeah. they're going to go back to kind of the original moment was where it was like orcs versus alliance. Like what okay. it was at launch without right. any of the oh, expansions. Okay. Which is crazy. Like yeah, they've probably done, at this point, probably 30, 40 expansions. Even our uh, good friend, our good friend, uh, Brian at Lumen. At least five, possibly six. He's in the Nerd Duck Clicks Federation. Oh, I'm talking about like even the little expansions. I have no clue. He's yeah. all he's all into WoW too. Yo, he is. Every day he's like, "Hey man, come over drink." Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna WoW it up tonight. Right, and like when they release new stuff, and like so originally when they started the game, I think your character could max out at level 50, and now it's all the way up to 100 or 85 or something like that. And I, I mean, it, they they spend a lot of time. They do, and and you know, to their credit, have fun, do do yeah, what you do. I don't care. I just it was, was never it was never something. I don't I think I ever had to. enough time to devote to that. So it's probably why it seems like one of those games where like if you want to be really good at it. Especially with all these like clash of clans and all that oh, kind of man. stuff, like you gotta spend time. You've got to spend time, and I don't want to. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I don't want to. Um, Colt, you want to throw your number two in here real quick? We got a few minutes left. It yeah. probably be that good, anyways. I'm and probably gonna lose my nerd cred, and I am the worst. But it's, it's comic books. Okay, no, I no, mean, you don't have to be a nerd okay, and like good. comic books. Okay, because here's the thing: I, I've grown up. You can't read, honestly. Uh, yeah, no, right. No, I can't. Yeah, Letters I can't read. I understand. Mm -hmm. That's why I went into a, a vocal role. But uh, so like, I, I've I played HeroClix. I've grown up and seen all the movies. I I do have a solid working knowledge of comic books of the comic book stuff. But as far as collectively getting the right, books right. and reading them. It's just something I never really got into. Well, I have a guy that I know, and he, he, uh, his, his friends go to him. Like, he's the comic book expert among his friends. And they're always like, where, where can I start? And he's always like, yeah, that's kind of the hard thing. Right. Like, anywhere you start, there's going to be stuff coming in that you'll then have to, what is that about? And then you'll yeah. go backwards and forward at the same time, which yeah. is true. It, it is. Nowadays, like, you could, you could be into comics, let's say the 70s, 80s, even early 90s. Yeah. And you could be okay, and you could get the gist of what was going on. 
but nowadays it's very difficult and we're gonna take a break real quick and when we come back i'm gonna touch a little bit more on colt's comic book theory here i like it listening to nerds radio hashtag talking nerdy to you Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Austin Ford, your favorite NHRA race car driver. And if you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio, you're doing the right thing. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I lost all my nerd cred. No, you didn't. We're in the middle of our weekly top three. You got some more. Where we're talking about nerdy things that we never got into. And Colt's number two was comic books. He's never been big into comic books which just to defend you not losing your nerd card it's extremely expensive to read comic books it's, any nerd thing you, is expensive. expensive but i'm gonna say just comics when you think nerd comics is the first thing you think of true, honestly true 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 but you're looking at 3.99 to 4.99 an issue typically somewhere 2.99 but um the way they have it now with so many different ones is you can never get the whole story Unless you, you know, you like right now, what's the, what was some of the biggest, like Secret, Secret Wars, em- Secret Empire, Secret Empire, you can get the gist of the story, but to get the entire story, now you have to buy all the, the, the tie-ins, sides, and the tie-ins and, the, yeah. and this and that, and you, you never really get a true story. So like you said, you know, a friend of ours or yours who people ask, where do I start? I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people. Right. And so what I typically tell people, they're like, I want to get into comic books. And I just say, listen, find a character that you like. And just start. And start there. Right. Just find a character that you like or, hey, you like Spider-Man. Okay. Pick up, you know, start with this new Spider-Man story arc and just go from there because, yeah, it's... it's. Well, our friend Donnie Utah, he did that with The Flash. Yeah, he was like, I want to get into comics and what do I do? And I like this. I was like, you know what? Uh, the new, whatever it was. The new 52, the new 52 Flash. The came out and I was like, get the Flash. You can start from one. You can go. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's no, no, um, no distance to you not liking comic books or not getting into comic books because no it's it's a tough it's intimidating whenever you don't know where to start and then you want to keep up with it and now they're coming used to comic books would come out once a month right now they're bi-weekly um and you know schedules are different books are different yeah. and then also sometimes things get delayed right and they come just, out late it's it's a hard so I, what i typically do now because we do the show is I, I read stuff that's going on 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 the uh the resource pages to stay it up up and going with the, the news and then I have to just wait for the trades, and then it collects everything you need, and you just right. get it all at once. Yeah, and no, I'm with you on that. So, I really am. Hey, man, you still got your nerd card, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I you mean, like, you, you still can do something like the Marvel All Access to, what, pay the $10 a month. Yeah, you can do Marvel that. Comics. But it's like, there's only 24 hours in a day, and you can't there's do so everything. Much stuff. There's right. so much and, stuff. Right, and even now, you know, the movies and the TVs are different from what's going on in the comics. So you can like those and follow those. Those They're two separate stories. Right. So, you know, just, just roll with what you got. Uh, all right, DLG, what's uh, what's your number two? So my number two is actually just in general online gaming. Online gaming. Yeah, so you mentioned World of Warcraft, and, and yep. really that's sort of, that started it when online gaming came out. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, like, oh, maybe. But the, the amount of time and energy it took kind of scared me off. And then you start getting into everything, like uh, you're talking about uh, Madden and all that. Yeah, I don't like playing online on that type of stuff because... A, people are way better than me, and I want to enjoy myself. Right. But, I mean, I would enjoy... I've never found an online, like, like a MMO, right? Is that what they call them? What they yeah, call them yeah. Massive, Massive multiplayer. Yeah, MMO RPG. Yeah. I never found one that really excited me enough to, like, want to get into it. Like, right. The DC has that one that you can get through, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's very boggy and... Well, and you know what I don't like about that one? And... So, in that one, you're basically a friend of either the heroes or the villains. Right. You're not one of the heroes or the right, villains. Right, right. Uh, it, not to mention that any kind of MMO gets 
killed by WoW in the long term. Right. Right. So if there's like an MMO like based in the Star Wars universe, like a legit MMO, that would be cool. Or even one like in the Lord well, of they, the Rings. They've had them. And then what happens is World of Warcraft right. is just or better. Like one so. that's like set in Middle Earth would be interesting. No, but that's the thing. They had one. But they, they had they one for last. that too. They right. don't last. That's and by the time problem. I like get in, try to get involved, they're done. They're gone. They're gone. So I've just stayed away. And I've found that those games are better if you play on the computer. Right. Graphics are better. It runs faster and as I'm not opposed a, I'm to not PlayStation. Computer, I'm not a computer, I'm not a computer, guy, computer man. gamer. I don't... Put that on honorable mentions. Not a computer gamer. Here's what I here's what I like to do on computer. I like to play Civilization. The yeah. big, long, boring, by myself, I play nine computer civilizations yeah. on a huge map. SimCity. Takes me a, a week, like, for, like, 20, 30 minutes, an hour a day. I just do, And then I come back the next day and do some stuff. Yeah, that's cool. But, like, I don't like to do, I can't, I can't play online PC stuff. Yeah. I and mean, some people, like, like I was uh, yeah, man, they swear our station it. manager, uh, Dickie the Shizzle. Yeah. He, uh, he's a huge computer gamer. And so we were talking about something over, he was at our Extra Life event, and we were chit-chatting on the side. And he was just, you know, telling me he was surprised how well the graphics looked on the Switch when you see a little cartridge. And he's like, "Man, if you've ever played blah 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 on a computer, like the graphics will blow you away." I'm like, "I'm sure they will when you play on a legit computer. That's where you get your best graphics." But right. I don't, I don't want to press those buttons. Yeah, those stuff. computers pack some serious art. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, and then so for me, that's my number two. What's your uh, what's so your my number, number one? two or number two? Yeah, Sorry. don't don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, my number two is Doctor Who. Doctor Who is just... That's actually my uh, my number one. Oh, I stole it from you. You did. Uh, yeah, Doctor Who is just... It's a, I won't spend too much time so we can talk more about it for you. Yeah, it's just one of those TV shows. You've watched more than I have. Yeah, I watched about half a season of the bald, angry Doctor guy. I couldn't get through... I haven't gotten past the third episode of like when it started over. Not the old British yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, like no, no. I'm no. talking the newer stuff. Which was so British. But... Okay. Yeah, but so... you, like it wasn't like that old school 70s. Days. Like when they restarted it in the early yeah. 90s. You know, with the mannequin legs and stuff, or whatever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. mannequins. I haven't gotten past like episode three of that show. Not gonna lie, like getting it, starting out that first series is kind of really rough. Cause... That's what everybody tells. Everybody says if you can just yeah. stick it out and get so much better. I'm like, that's the problem. I can't just go past it. Right. Like I need all of it. I need to know. Honestly, though, you really should start with the David Tennant ones because the right, no, the right is really mm-hmm. solid. I know, David Tennant, fantastic character. Yeah, when you, I want to watch a show, if you're telling me to start at season three of a show, not doing it's it, not working. I want to start season yeah. one. Right? Why did you make a season one and two if they were so bad? If season three is so much better, yeah. Why don't you just scrap those and make that season one? Right? Why? Why not just get rid of season one and two completely? <laughs> so they didn't happen. No cool. doctor. You're numero uno. I missed out on it. It's Pokemon. Okay, that's a huge one. That that is a really huge one. No trading card games. No no video games. No TV show. Like I, I legit didn't start playing Pokemon Red until I was twenty. And I am, um, but you're younger, so that like that is your moment. Like right. Pokemon was right in your window. Yeah, right. So in your you're, you're right. Like we missed it because we're older. We were a little older, but right. then I've got to come back to it because I do have young kids, and one of them is really into Pokemon, the card games. So like I've had to learn how to play to help her play. And I've actually kind they, of wanted to pl- learn how to play the card game. It's just like I play Magic and know how deep that rabbit hole well, goes. Yeah. But, like, I, I kind of do want to start learning okay. how to play it. Yeah, it's so not as detail-oriented as, as Magic. Um, but, yeah, Pokemon, that's a good one. Um, so, uh, DLG, let's just jump into your number one. Doctor Who, let's get your thoughts on this. Yeah, so my issues kind of stem from just the whole idea that when I— because everyone's like, oh, it's such a big deal. It's so good. I was like, all right, well, let's let's give it a go. Well, and it was, it was so rough. Like, yeah, I couldn't get into it. That first one. 
And so, like I was telling people, and they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, he's kind of a, he's a rough watch. You gotta, but, everyone says the same thing Colt told us earlier. Yeah. You got to get to the tenant. Once. But, but you got, once you get through him, it's, You're it's good. really good. I have to get through him first. Well, yeah. And like, I've even tried because young Sadie Savage enjoys Doctor Who. Okay. But not to the extent where we've gotten past episode three. Right. Like now it's like, okay, we got free time. What do you want to watch? Doctor Who never even pops in her mind. (laughs) It's like, let's get Supergirl or The Gifted or, you know, one of the DC shows. Right. And, you know, they're, or, yeah, she started watching Sailor Moon and never is it, never is it um, Doctor Who anymore. Right. And it's huge. Like Doctor Who is. A huge, huge part of the nerd universe. Oh, for sure. When you go to conventions, I it's mean, it's big. I mean, it's a massive percentage and of things. There's always TARDISes to take photos with. Angry, Z- always... Angry Zach will just he loves he loves Doctor. Doctor Who, which you know that's one of his biggest right nerd loves. He nerds out to the love of Doctor Who, but I just can I tell you what my honorable mention was? Yeah, go ahead before I jump in. My so one. my honorable mention was uh, books tying into universes. Like uh, like the Star Wars books, fictional books. Yeah, yeah. Like, but when they yeah. tie in, like, so Star Wars, there's like thirty novels, forty novels. Right. That, Don't mean anything now. Well, yeah, they got rid of them. But even if they meant something before then, I still wouldn't be like they were always on the bookshelf, and I was always like, oh, neat. There's a whole lot of Star Wars novels. No, no I'm good. good. Yeah. I don't like the idea of just like if they didn't want to make a movie, why do I want to read the book? Well, yeah, that's true. Um, because they already made these other three movies. Like it's you, not like it's a whole untouched thing. But it's not thing. just Star Wars for you. It's anything. Any, else, any right? of those any of those franchises when they if they if they've already made movies of it, yeah. I don't need the side books. That's true. So uh, my number one, as we uh, wrap up this segment here, a couple minutes left, Magic the Gathering. That's yeah. fair. That's and fair. I, I know yeah. Colt is a huge huge player of Magic the Gathering. Uh, and I've watched you play. You're you're really decent. Uh, our friend Brian Lumen is huge. And you played when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. Zach makes fun of you. That's how you guys met. Yeah. Corey and um, I actually got to play over the weekend. Yeah, at the Extra Life before. event. Um, but yeah, Magic the Gathering, it, it was in our wheelhouse, it was our time frame. Right. Uh, but it was never anything that I got into. It, but then again, I wasn't really into, like, my nerd life when we were younger was comic books, mm-hmm. wrestling, and cartoons. Right. I was never really into the gaming aspect of it. And I'll tell you what got me into Magic the Gathering was uh, my parents had separated, and I was uh, spent a school year living with my dad. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody. And the kid, the only kid in the neighborhood that I knew lived next door, had some other friends in the neighborhood that were going to be in my grade. And he was like, yeah, this guy's in the street's going to be in your grade. He's a cool kid named Ryan. So I'd go over and hang out with Ryan, and Ryan played Magic the Gathering. So the first time I'm over there, I was like, do you play Magic? And I, I didn't want to tell him no. Right. I mean, I'm 12. I was like... Yeah, I, uh, I just don't have my my things with me, and I don't know. I don't even know what he's talking about. Right, right. So I just busted a bunch of cards, and I'm like, Oh crap. Mm, okay. But so yeah, you know, I roll with it, and then I learn how to play. I played everything wrong the first time, and he's like, yeah. No, no, you got to do it this way. And I was like, Oh, oh yeah, you're, you're right. Oh, is that uh-huh. how you play? Okay. Oh, we always play. Yeah, right. And he's like, Yeah, house rules, whatever. And yeah, but so that's how I learned. But yeah, I you know you don't. It was a cool thing, and then also as you get more into it, it is a cool thing. It really is. It sounds very interesting. Um, it's you just know, as expensive as everything. I've else, never though. even attempted to play. I know when we, when I got into Hero Clicks. Right. It was just like me, you, and Nico, mm-hmm. and I was like, I have to recruit more people so we can play bigger matches and play more often. Right. And so, our buddy Brian Lumen was huge into Magic and nerd games and stuff, and so I was like, dude, you gotta check this out. And he's like, man, and he, at that time, dude, he was Magic the Gathering like five days a week. Right. And he's like, I just don't have time. And I was like, I had to like tempt him with the idea that if he came to learn to play this game, I would learn to play Magic the Gathering. 
and that never happened. <laughs> never, never followed through. We just we stuck with with Hero Clicks. He he actually left Magic for Clicks for that's true a year year and a half. That's true. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm actually kind of doing the opposite. I'm, I'm drifting from Clicks to Magic. It happens. To traitor. Who, um, traitor. But yeah, Clicks was my first love when it comes to games. I will never go away. But we're just about to break. When we come back, we get into the hipster Padawan segment. Nerd the radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage here. Time to talk about the best place in Conroe Woodlands to play Pokemon, Dungeons and Dragons, or Heroclix. That's right, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Located off of Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, it's your number one stop for anything gaming related. Mention Nerd Thug Radio when you walk in, they'll give you 10% off something. Buy your girlfriend something, your daughter, your kid, your mom, your dad, or your dog, or yourself. At Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Don't want to miss this. Want to be about this business like that suit and tie. Y'all witness this. I lose my mind. Won't get this. Well, let me remind. I'm in this till the day I die. DJ Savage. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the captain. DJ Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm the intern. The hipster Padawan. Whoop, whoop. Colt Baldrin. You're listening to us on, yeah, that was good. Listen to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. And it's pretty good. Sister station Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, NerdThugRadio.com is where you can find all the fun stuff. Blogs go up. Yep. yep. You can buy t-shirts. I took this week off. I need to put a blog Me out. too. I didn't do a Savage of the Week. I had one. It was going to be James Harden dropping like 50-whatever. <laughs> and then I was That's like, eh, whatever. Um, it, yeah, should be, it should be Kyrie Irving. Uh, the Celtics are they're they doing won, like it. eight in a row. They're doing it. Man. Cavs are not. No, they're not. Uh, but nah, yeah, not uh, them, you so. can go to uh, that nerdthugradio.com. There's there's photos. You can listen to uh, all of our podcasts. You can find them there. There is a icon where you can donate to our Extra Life Fund there as well. Woo. Um, and there's also a link to our, our article in the Houston Chronicle. So all one fun of, stuff. One of a few. All of the fun stuff is there. All right, Colt. So we're uh, we're circling the drain, so to speak, and we get to this part of the show where everyone tunes out. So we let you do your thing. Tight. Okay. So you guys Tight. ever watching something and it, you realize there's some some kind of it gets political and it tries to push this kind of political message and you realize, oh my god, this sucks. Um. Yes and no. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you know that was uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm basing this strictly on the reviews that I read. Okay. Uh, George Clooney's new one, Suburbia, Suburb- it wasn't very good. Suburbicon or whatever. I heard it was not very good. But the reason I heard it fails is because it tries to mix a second theme of racism and politics into like the underneath. It tries of it. to interweave it in there. Yeah. So apparently it's like a mob movie, and Matt Damon it was money, and he winds up killing people to not pay the money back, and right. just it's like a weird, movie. dark humor mob. Comedy isn't that that Coen Brothers movie? This it's one? based. It's it's like if a Co- it's supposed to be like based on a Coen Brothers idea, but George Clooney uh, is directing it. Yeah. Um, this is the reason why I don't really watch South Park too much. They they go heavy political. Yeah. Well, okay. It's so easy for them to go political. It though. is, and people love it. And they watch it's funny, but I I don't I don't like it. it is, right. It's not funny to me. Okay, so we're we can get to South Park in a minute. Sure. Why not? I I think South Park is one of the examples that does it really well. Is the example you're talking about American Horror Story? It is one Nailed of those. It. it is the worst offender yes. of this. But they it like they so said terrible. coming in that they were going to make it about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it, again, it, my my belief is you can have a political and social commentary in it, and it can be good. However, right. 
it has to be in service to the story and not the other way around. Right. No, I agree with that. So, I totally feel you on that one. Okay, like, I, I saw another town on, on browsing browse Netflix. You guys ever heard of Border Town? That's the cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the cartoon. I started to watch the first episode and didn't get past the first 10 minutes. I have not heard of this. Okay, so it, it's basically something that really, really wanted to be Family Guy so hard, but it's about this border age, this really fat and competent uh, border agent and his... His coworkers, his next door neighbors are Mexicans, and it just turns out it tries to have this political themes in it, but the dude's sexist. He's racist. Imagine the show if, is borderline like, racist. If Family Guy and South Park try to cross over, oh, okay. it's not just Family Guy okay. and South Park. It, it's a somebody tried to do Family Guy, but did not have the intelligence to do that or the nuance that South Park, you know, might have, and so it turns out yeah, to be really, really flat okay. on its face, and so that really got me wondering. It's like. What is it when shows try to do something political and drive a message and it screw and it messes up so bad? Well, part of it is the current era we live in doesn't leave room for discussion. There's not right now there is there's not a lot of room for discussion about politics. Like when someone says the P word, Everyone in the room goes on eggshells. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Right. Uh, I don't want to get into this. Uh, oh, this isn't really where we should do this. And that's because... Especially when you're in the workplace. Right. And that's because... And that's always, that should always be a rule. Should be. But part of that is because of how volatile the conversation has gotten now. Right. You can't have the conversation. You can't... It's almost like we've stepped back right now. We no, really agreed. Have, agreed. Right? Well, I, I don't even know if we step it's back. Like we come full circle. And yeah, I think... Yeah, I think that's probably more like it. I think okay. we've... I think... Because step back, I would say like, oh, well, even even in the Civil War, when when the South left, they wrote a really nice letter. Well, like we don't even do that anymore. But like, man, we don't, we just don't tweet even, it out in two hundred eighty characters. Man, right. I hate talking politics. But look, when you go like the fifties and the sixties, and like racial issues were a huge deal. Yeah, but they were. Martin but there the was King. still the language of gentlemen. Right. Like, but we, there, we, but we don't even do that. You still can't say like Carlin. George Carlin got in trouble for the seven dirty words. Right. But there's still segregation and all that stuff. And no, we, for sure. We moved we moved out of that. And then you had like the 70s and the 80s. The 90s weren't even. And there was a few issues in the 90s, not too bad. The 90s was more about authority. Like right. the 90s was way more about authority and abuse of power. And then all of a sudden, here we are in 2017 and we're right back where race is a hot topic once again. Right. It's like, right. I thought you guys fixed this. Well, and, and see, and that's part of the issue, I think, is that there's, I think, and I don't want to. I don't want to agree with you. I don't want to agree with you on this, where you say that racism will always be a factor in life, because I, I do believe that we can get to a point where racism doesn't exist anymore. But it's a long, slow build. It is, and I don't want to talk too much about. Okay, yeah. so I've got speaking of air, let's get back to TV. Yeah. Speaking of racism in the '90s, let me give you a good example of a show that does something political and does it correctly. Um, please say Family Matters. Yes, no. please do. Cosby's. Uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. Okay. Like there's a. It, it's straight, kind of like American Horror Story. It does open up with a historical that wasn't in context the 90s. of like, well, it's set in the nineties. Two years ago, no, no, but, but it, it was. But it, no, I get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's it sets up opening, setting the context of the Rodney King beating and the L.A. riots right. and stuff. And it, and it and, kind of reminds you of that era where the nineties, because the nineties, the story of the nineties was about authority, well, authority and wealth. Okay, right. so in it, like through the story of the O.J. trial, both the the D.A.'s office and the defense are both trying to navigate this political climate, either to try to avoid certain things build their case off of certain Right, they don't want to or... look a certain way in the in the DA's office. They don't want to look like they're favoring or targeting, and so they're trying to work yeah. around those things. And then, like, the defense is trying to put this angle that the DA is racist, and so right, it right. does have racial themes and messaging of it, but it's contextual to the story. Right. 
it was an ingredient to make that right. real. Kind of like how you know, South Park gets it wasn't political. Forced. Yeah, South Park gets political, but it works because that's its whole angle. It works just from satire. Well, like, I get how you don't like. You might not well, like what, it. Well, the reason that South Park works, and I think it is now, is because they've been doing this for so long. This was their gist. This was their stick when they started. They stuck true to themselves, and they've never taken themselves serious. And they've tried to use their comedy, and they embellish what's going on. Just, right. To me, I just. I don't know. I've never been a huge South Park fan. Even when I was younger and we were supposed to like South Park because it South was Park, due. South Park had a moment. So so Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And I think I think those dudes are brilliant. Like basketball. Right. I like that movie they've done. So so to me, the thing that, that gets overlooked is how talented they are as yeah. writers because they do a great job of taking you down one road you think and then right. they give you that hard left where you suddenly you, you see oh. the point they're making and you go, oh. Hey, nicely done. Nice, nice, nice job, guys. But then they also go too far the other way, where they do a human centipede episode tied yeah. in with the Apple terms of service. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Paris Hilton thinks it's funny. Like it's all just kind of we like. There's ones where they completely miss, and there's ones where they nail it. Right. And on that's the head. and that's, but that's part of their process too, because they they make what forty episodes a year, thirty yeah, episodes they a crazy. year. They they do they make those they episodes in six days. I know. I, I watched insane. that documentary. That blew yeah. my mind. Look, I have six no days doubt. Air one. I have yeah. no doubt that those two dudes are super brilliant. And, and that, that writing room is the coolest thing. Bill Hader's in there. They've, oh, got, oh they've got a ton of followers, and, you know, I just, it's never been my shtick. No, you guys ever, uh, uh, did you guys ever see the Book of Mormon? No, uh, I, like I heard, I got that it was a big it's, deal. I it's just, so good. The funny story, though, is like I went to go see the Book of Mormon, and like I got tickets the day before, or take it from me the day before. And then, like, in church, my mom hits me up and is like, Hey, is there another ticket I can go see? <laughs> she wanted to go, like she w didn't want me to go alone. And thankfully, they weren't sitting together because otherwise, I would have been nervously glancing at her through this horrible things that were happening up on stage. Because your family's a little religious, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I watched Boogie Nights with my mom when I was younger. Nothing, nothing's uh, facing me anymore. <laughs> the weird thing growing up is when you go to like rated R movies with your parents, I and like the new scenes happen or something. We were just at home, and we're gonna run a movie. And I was like, oh, Burt Reynolds. Man, I love Burt Reynolds. Okay. Let's watch this. And then it was a train wreck. Because <laughs> it's not really about Burt Reynolds. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. They'll, they'll still try to do, like, fast forward through this scene. Yeah. Something yeah, happens. But no, I get what you're saying. Like, whenever you're a show that's, you know, the political theme fits into the time frame and what you're doing is good. And I think where you're coming from was the American Horror Story. You've been fed American Horror Story so long for, what, four, five seasons and I've been now, watching it for a couple of years now. And yeah, but the now, quality is nothing to write home about. And now they're like, the time. we're going to go heavy political on this next one. It's like, that's that's not why people watch that's it. Not, that's not why people watch Like, No, I want to see horror stuff. Like, you know, what's, and you know what's funny is The West Wing is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's super and while political. They were, while, while they were political, but they were also, they weren't like, they didn't try to be timely. They weren't trying to be like story of the week. Right. It was really just more about the high-end concepts. And then they would create their own fictional settings for it. And then it's like, so how does that how does that affect you? And they worked on both sides of that. Yeah. And so like it it felt it felt very organic. Plus it was right. about a White House, so it's gotta have politics in it. True. Has to. Right. But they didn't do they didn't make any one side feel good or bad. They just said this is their beliefs, these are our beliefs. Right. Yeah, I kinda I don't know. I, I kinda have an issue with shows that whenever and this is gonna contradict what I my thoughts on nine eleven and Marvel and comics and everything they've done there. <laughs> but like when really when something happens and now the T V show all of a sudden they have to, they try to like keep up with the times and now an episode that tries to fit the times doesn't fit in what they've been doing for the last six weeks of the show drives me insane. Well, famously NYPD Blue. 
was a the story was about obviously New York detectives, right? But New York was a big part of it was a character kind of in the show, the right. city. And so 9-11 happens in the middle of that show. And so they literally took two weeks off, and they were like, how do we come back? What do we do? And they were like, well, you, you talk about it, and then you move on. Right. And that's what they did. And so they do an episode about 9-11, and then they, they, go, on. they go back to being cops in the city. Uh, I mean, and so you, you got to you gotta deal with what's happening, but you also have to be realistic about what is your show about. Right, right. So in those instances, you know, if, you, if they'd have done three years about 9-11. Yeah, that would have been too oh, much. Oh, man. Like, you, it, it wouldn't have worked. Mm-mm. People would have turned Sipowitz off. Boom! I never watched it anyway. Oh, that was it. Was it really was a never, good show? Those aren't me. Cop no, shows, you don't like, lawyer you don't like shows. Those. Watch, president I'll, shows. I'll stack down some NCIS for days though. No, I'm not into it. <laughs> Mark well, Harmon. You know what? So easy to the, watch. The original CSI, the original one, when I was a senior in high school, I think it was when it first came out. Yeah. And I took a criminal justice class, and part of our class every day is he'd show like half the whatever, and then say that's and, BS, and then he would talk about it. Yeah, I don't know what he said, but I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then when I didn't have to watch it. I didn't. So I don't, I don't with know. that though, let's somehow take a you took a class where they watch TV. Yeah, no, it was cool, but when I had my own option, I didn't. I didn't care. <laughs> let's jump out to a break and come back. We're gonna wrap this thing up. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm in this till the day I die. I'm in this till the day I die. You know I'm in this till the day I die. Hey friends, this is Kyle Lynn with Nerd Thug Radio. Check out NerdThugRadio.com under the blog section to read my video game blogs and check out Nerd Thug Radio. On Facebook. The first, the last, last Joey Savage is at it. Welcome back to Nerd Luck Radio. Corey DLG's over here. Yeah. Hipster Padawan's back there. I. We've been hanging out, getting back to the basics on episode 82 of Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. Just the three amigas. No guests this week. Did you call us amoebas? I did, yeah. Single cell organism? Single cell organism. I'm a big cell. You know, it was funny. Uh, I was trying to explain chromosomes and, like, genes and stuff to little Willie Savage. Oh. Um, okay. He likes to wear my shirts when he goes to bed at night, and so I give him the soft, comfy ones. He was wearing an X-Men one. Okay. So he's like, what does the X come from? He's like, it's the X gene. Well, what are those? And I, you know. Yeah. Try explaining that to a six-year-old who's too smart for his own good. It was interesting. Uh... Yeah, yeah, but that's a. It was fun, but it's a weird conversation. So you're gonna learn all about this. Just wait. Yeah, you'll get there. DNA. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna learn all about DNA. All about it. About it. Yeah, you will. all about it. Oh man. All right, man. So what you got? You said you had a good article or something to yeah, shut the so, show down. So uh, this was just announced, and kind of as soon as it happened, was announced. Okay. Uh, because they were afraid it was gonna leak. That's how big of a deal this I, was. I like it. Is it Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega? It's not. Okay. Um, but I mean, you know, big. if you're good, maybe we'll come back to that. <laughs> um. This is uh, Brian Michael Bendis okay. leaving Marvel Comics. Right, right. His home for the last 17, 17 years. 17 years. Where's he going? DC Comics. Figured as much. Well, yeah. Where else would you go? So What's it's kind take? of an interesting scenario that 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 presents, that created by him leaving. Uh, he writes right now like six or seven books for Marvel mm-hmm. Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and a couple of the other ones. But... <clears throat> The sales on those particular books have kind of gone Drop down off. a little bit. Uh, and then also, he started to kind of... He's not turning his stuff in on time as much anymore. He's, he's getting lazy. To, he's getting... Because... He's turning into Joey Savage. They started to kind of pull him back a little right. bit. Um, he's no longer part of the Marvel Creative Committee, which was helping the movie side. Right. That's gone. Right, right. So those people that were in that, they've all kind of left. Mark Millar was part of that. He's mm-hmm. gone. Brian Michael Bendis was in that. Now he is gone. gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a lot of money for them, too. They were part of the... That being on that committee yeah, was yeah. big money. 
uh, he Kevin actually Fee, Kevin Feige is like, you know what? I'm doing it myself. Well, he now reports to Disney instead of to Marvel. Right. When he reported to Marvel, the creative committee was sort of this. Still in effect. This cog that was relevant because these guys know the characters. Well, now Disney kind of just says. We know the characters. You do whatever you want to do. We own the characters. Right. We don't need to know them. We own them. Right. That's that's something else. That's interesting. Um, so. Have they announced anything like what he's going to be writing? No. And this thing is. So this had to this had to get announced right away because this is a big deal. It is a big deal. This guy. I mean, you're talking about the guy who created Miles Morales. He did the entire Ultimate Spider-Man run. Very he did the stuff. bulk of Ultimate X-Men. I mean, this guy has been big writer. Big, and, he's and a big you know, deal. The great thing about his writing, he's always had quality artists yes. with him. And yeah. So that's made it even better. It has for someone like me. For someone who needs. He's also the guy who was behind like the whole Avengers era. Mm-hmm. House of M. Uh, Secret House, Wars Two was House his last big crossover, but House of M is my favorite X Men storyline. Right, so he was he was favorite the, hands down solid X Men. The Illuminati, uh, all of the Dark Avengers stuff. This, Second to ABX, Brian Michael Bendis did all of that. So you're talking about a guy who who, who who's a big deal. You're talking about so DC is kind of cherry picking some Marvel people. If you've got uh, what's his name, um, the director. Oh, uh, James Robinson. Not James Robinson. Oh. I'll talk about him in a second. He's getting crushed right now. Yeah, they're not um, happy with him. The movie guy. Um, Josh Whedon. Oh, yes. Josh Whedon left Marvel, and now he's doing Justice DC League. films, right. Uh, now you got Bendis, probably the biggest name in Marvel in the last few years. So his freelance contract was basically coming up, and it was it was about time to renegotiate. He said, hmm, what can I do here? Well, now that the movie stuff is gone, taken away from him, essentially. Right, right. And his sales are a little bit down, and he doesn't have the strongest standing right now with the editorial staff. He's not going to get a pay raise. No, not. So DC shows up, though. Hey, they they offered him a table at the movie side, uh, at the TV side, at the comic book side. Everything. Everything. Which DC needs. I mean, their TV, when you look at DC, their TV is, is working. Their TV is working good. That might be it. The movie stuff the is comic a books mess. Are com- some of the comic books are coming, and they're they're doing pretty well. It's, it's Batman. People are always going to buy that. So you're always going to be somewhat decent there. But yeah, they need help on the movie side. They need help bringing other comic books, you right. know, to big names. Well, and DC's struggling on some other stuff too. They uh, they had announced, actually, like oh, early awesome. summer, there there was a big push coming out of this metal crossover right, they're right. in right now. That there's gonna be all these new titles, the Age of Heroes, right? They because it. they've they've rebooted themselves like four times in the last five years. And so there's a lot of characters who they haven't shown up yet, right? And they're like, these guys are about to all show up, and they showed a bunch of previews, a bunch of cool art. All of that's been delayed now to 2018. All of it. So I feel bad for your boy James Robinson. Uh, we've talked about him on the show. Corey's childhood hero wrote Starman. Starboy. Uh, no, Starboy. Starman. Yeah, Starman. Thank you. You're welcome. I remembered. Um, and when we, we talked with him at Comic Palooza back in May, he said he had something big on the horizon, couldn't uh, release it, couldn't tell us, blah, blah, blah. Was going to give us the exclusive, didn't, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, come to find out, he's been writing Wonder Woman. So I'm not sure if it was his story he pitched for Wonder Woman. Or if they're like, here's the story we want to go with. The, these are the the main plot points. You can write all the other stuff or whatever. Yeah, let me give you a little bit of background there. Uh, since 2015, someone's been hinting that there's a twin brother. Well, that's that's what I'm getting at. So yeah. there's a twin brother of Wonder Woman. Right. And uh, it was just revealed recently that this twin brother is now evil and is going to be, you know, a villain of Wonder Woman going on, which is something everyone saw coming and they're just ticked off because it's like the same stuff they've been force feeding. Like they, I guess the fans wanted a different story except for the norm. Right. And now here he is stuck having to write this. And yeah, people he definitely, aren't happy. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is where he wanted to be because remember him and Tony Harris yes. were both excited about whatever's coming next. And I don't think Tony Harris is drawing not. Wonder Woman. He's not. So, so maybe there's something else. I think hopefully. Right. Uh, just for the sake of your your boy James Robinson, but yeah, man. Like I don't know, like the the gist of how these comic stories work. Like I don't know if they just say you you can pitch ideas, and you know they'll run with it or whatever. But this has been in the making since 2015, so now he's writing it, and it's a story that is laid out before him. Yeah, when and he gets in, to fill in the the blanks, right? And it's not been well received. And I don't you're know, the writer. Like I don't know that they said, hey, James, come do Wonder Woman's brother. I think they said, James, what's your take on Wonder Woman? Right. And also, he, you've got the brother going on. Well, I mean, but that's something in the back. He could have chosen other stuff. He could have done right, other right, things. Right. But I'm sure he said, you know, the brother thing's kind of cool. Right. What, what do we got there? Because yeah. uh, he likes a lot of his stories and characters revolve around family. Yeah, So he's true. big on that's family true. stuff. And um, that might be why they brought him in. Who knows? But, man. Can't be happy with that. I, yeah. No, he's getting killed for it, and honestly, like I, I want to support him because I, I was such a huge fan. Yes, you were. But it's been such a rough experience. Like it was kind of, yeah. yeah. It's never fun meeting your heroes. Don't meet your no, heroes. No, it's kids. not. Don't it's meet not. your heroes. For instance, Jake the Snake Roberts um, was one of not a hero, but like one of the guys that I, wrestling that I really, really looked up to. You found out it's your dad. No, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> um, what I mean, we met him briefly, but he he didn't want to really like yeah know, he, give us yeah, an interview. Talk yeah. to us. It's like man, what a jerk. Like. Knowing what I know now on this side of it, if right. I ever was on that side of it, I'd probably talk to everybody I could. Everybody, especially at this point in their career. Right, like, okay, look, hey, man, I don't know what you're looking for. I can give you five minutes. Yeah. You got three like get three questions. Yeah. I'll give you three questions. I'll answer them for you. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just five minutes of your time, especially when you're at you're a table. You're already sitting at the table. And nobody's coming. Right, in. man. Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to talk to you. And, like, these guys... Man, did you watch 30 for 30 on Ric Flair? I, you know what? I was uh, eating dinner tonight at a new sports bar in the Woodlands, and they had it on in the background. Oh, man. And I didn't watch it when it came out Tuesday of last week because I was trying to get Stranger Things in. Um, but all I've heard is great, great it reviews. It is awesome. Amazing. It is awesome. Friends of, mine, pe- friends of mine know how big I am into wrestling, and they watched it, and they're like, dude, you have to watch this. Like, they didn't understand. Like, a lot of this stuff I kind of know, but... You still like to see other no, stuff. Honestly, you I don't think even you are prepared for just remember remember when I when we interviewed Ted DiBiase uh-huh. and how honest is kind of in the that's middle. What, that's what was the rig. He's Man. very, very he's he's, he's super he's very, honest about his like, life. Like I kinda know about his life and yeah. you know the struggles he went through when his son died and like all that stuff. But he's opening up to stuff that like he's never really opened up before. So I'm right. sure it's stuff I don't know, but like I get where he's coming from. And some people, you know, didn't really get that about him. But yeah, I mean it, Great 30 for 30. Probably one of the best ones they've done in a while. Yeah. I'm going to watch it soon. Um, I'll give you this. Yeah, they it, So, basically, remember, Ric Flair, the entire 80s and 90s, every promo we cut, he told you how many ladies a day yeah. he sleeps with. Oh, yeah. I heard that story. So, the, the guy says, how many ladies do you think do you think you have been with? Yeah. He's like, honestly? And he's uh, you can see the numbers crunching. <laughs> probably, legitimately, probably about 10,000. So, other wrestling news real quick, because we only got a few minutes here before we start closing this thing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably one of the biggest stars on the planet of overall wrestling. Like when you talk to wrestlers and they, they say, who's the hottest guy on the market right now? Kenny Omega is what every, every wrestler's top three. Say. They're saying the last couple of years, he's been just on fire on yes. fire. Um, wrestle kingdom in new Japan pro wrestling is the, their WrestleMania basically. Right. Um, and it was a secret that nobody saw coming, but like he is wrestling Chris Jericho 
and they have been Twitter feeding back and forth. I mean, they stopped because this is never going to happen. You're you you're WWE, which he really isn't. Right. And so now they're wrestling, and they're calling it like the Battle of Canada. That's awesome. It's like Winnipeg versus Manitoba or something like that. So one of the cool things about that, just a little background before we get out of here, is Chris Jericho, since January of 2016, mm-hmm. has been on a month-to-month contract with the WWE. So that that's why people were already saying back then, oh, he's only going to be here for a few months. He'll do a yeah. WrestleMania, then he's going to go on tour with his band. Right. Then he hung around and did a whole four months with Kevin Owens. Which, which he said was like the best, some of the best work he's done in his life. Right. And honestly, all of it was probably... It's a month-to-month deal, so they probably, you know, about halfway through each month, they were like, man, things are going really well. Let's keep going. What do you think? Okay, yeah. Sure, yeah. Keep paying me. Right. Pay so, me. so me. this because it was month-to-month, this gave him the option at any time. To do what he wanted to do. Right. And so when this came up, you and I were talking behind the scenes about some other things he was trying to do. Yeah, when the opportunity came up and they were like, yeah, we, we'll totally book it. Boom, then he, he doesn't done. need anyone else's permission. And right. the WWE actually found out the same time everyone else did. Yeah. And then they actually said, well, congratulations, Chris. Good luck, buddy. Right, and they're not mad. No, because there's nothing they can really do about it. Well, yeah, but uh, plus yeah. they'll probably be bringing him back very quickly at some afterwards. point. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's a huge thing that happened wrestling over the weekend. But with that, we have come to the conclusion of episode 82 of Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. Um, as always, you can check us out at Facebook.com/backslash/NerdThugRadio. The podcast will drop tomorrow. NerdThugRadio.com for all of the fun stuff that we do. Um, I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG, and I'm Cole Baldridge. Corey. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Follow, follow, Nerd Thug Radio.